Hello and welcome to the Precipice Podcast. It's awesome to have you with us today. Here at Precipice, we believe that we are redefining success and helping you become more effective and efficient at what you do. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Precipice. So we are on week four uh, of the Precipice Podcast, and today we are talking about the fourth and final thing on our four-part framework on um, how to develop good habits. And so just a a quick recap of where we've come from. We have spoken about having a good goal, why it's so important to have a a good goal when you're trying to create a habit. We've spoken about having the right environments, an environment that helps you create the good habits that you want or also deters you from continuing with the bad habits that you may have. And then we've spoken about um, aiming for the start line. So it's it's you showing up and you're aiming for the start line and not trying to aim for the finish. Um, so I don't know if you even remember, Ross told a, a really cool story about a guy who went to gym for two minutes. And, and I think that story is so important and so crucial because it's just like aim for showing up. Just aim to start. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the fourth and final thing, which is rewarding yourself, how you reward yourself when you complete the habits or, or don't do the the thing that you didn't want to do. So, Ross, bro, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Talks, how are you doing? I'm all right, thanks, man. Tell us tell us a little bit about you being in Joburg. I know you were in Joburg last week. Uh, so, how was that, bro? Yeah, it was it was so good, so cold. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as guys from KZN, we're not used to that kind of cold, but it was super good catching up with um, Louise's parents and then visiting some friends on the way back. Shout out to Jordan because I know you subscribe to this thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, listen, I feel like Joburg is ridiculously cold. So if you are in Joburg, wow. Yeah, we're sorry for you. <laughs> you are a legend. But um, so let's let's talk a little bit about about rewarding yourself. What 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 does that look like? Tell us tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So we're taking habits, and oftentimes with habits, um, you'll notice with bad habits, the the bad habits are the ones where you get instant gratification, and the good habits tend to be the ones where you don't get instant. Or, or not the good habits, but the, the habits that are difficult to create. So what we're trying to do here is take bad habits and make them uh, more difficult to do by either punishing ourselves, and I'm not talking in like a sadistic, uh, twisted way, and we're trying to take the good habits and reward ourselves for it. Yeah, so you know, you, you just mentioned something so interesting and, and that just brought up a thought. So you, you spoke about um, how the bad habits usually give us instant gratification. And, and so one of the things I just thought of now is that oftentimes, and, and I think it's so important, especially with habits, is that don't sacrifice what you want the most for what you want now. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So it's like, um, if I want to, to lose weight and uh, someone... Uh, calls me up, he's like, hey, let's let's go to McDonald's and, and go have some some meal. And so what I want the most is to lose weight, but what I want now might be that McDonald's meal, but having that McDonald's meal now is sabotaging what I want the most. And so, I mean, you can look at that in, in whatever circumstance or how, whatever situation that you're in, but it's just like, don't sacrifice what you want the most 
for what you want now. And I think that's such a, a crucial thing to be able to say. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's why we say that the habits you do now is casting a vote for who you want to be in the future. Yeah. Because each time you do that thing, it's like adding on to who you are eventually going to become. So no, it's absolutely true. But like back into the whole thing of rewarding yourself, we're, we're taking good habits and making them fun and rewarding to do, but bad habits and making them unattractive to do. And one of the ways we do this is when we do habits, we talk about there's, there's four phases that we go through. There's the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward. Okay. Now the cue, let, let's use an example with exercise because it's something we're both familiar with. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our audience would be familiar with it to some degree. Um, let, let's say you want to get into the habit of running. So what you could do is make your cue your alarm clock or putting on your running shoes after the alarm clock. That's the cue. Okay. Now the, the yeah, sorry. Go yeah, so uh, just as you, you mentioned this whole thing of a cue, I'm, I'm just thinking about myself now. So <clears throat> whenever I'm going to study in the morning, I, I always make a cup of coffee. Mm. And and after I make that cup of coffee, it's it sort of makes this transition in my mind that, okay, now we're about to settle down and, and focus on working. And the days that I don't make coffee and I just go sit down and try to do work, I, I, I struggle to concentrate. Mm. But then after I get that cup of coffee, it just flows more naturally. So just a, a little thing on, on the cue and, mm. and those little things that sort of put us in, in the zone of doing whatever it is that we're wanting to do. Yeah, 100%. And you're probably, I don't know about you, for me, that thing is putting my earphones in. Like sometimes I put my earphones in and there's not even music playing, but I know when the earphones are in, it's time to focus. So that, that's a really good example of the cue. Now, second, we're going to talk about the craving. And like a lot of our audience might be thinking, I don't crave exercise. <laughs> I, don't, I don't crave like eating healthily. Let's be honest, who does? Like who wakes up in the morning itching yeah. to go have celery or, or yeah. asparagus? But I mean, that, that's where habits come in, in play. And that's why the reward is so important is because you're putting something in mind. You may not be craving exercise, but you're, you're craving the thing that's going to come afterwards. And your body knows that if it does um, exercise, it gets the reward afterwards. And that's where habit stacking comes in. It's where we do things in a sequence day after day. So it almost becomes automatic to us. And that's where the reward comes in. That's where we can start making things attractive to do or inattractive to do um, in the case where we want to break bad habits. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking now uh, in terms of uh, rewarding yourself. And, and um, as a kid... Um, I remember when it was supper time and uh, I'd have to eat food and, and at some points I would give up and be like, you know what, I'm full and this is enough food. And I feel like most kids go through this where they just don't want to eat anymore. And I remember my dad used to always get up and, and, and take a look at uh, the food and, and he'd look at it and say, okay, you know what, I just want you to give me five big spoons and after these five big spoons, you're done and you can go uh, do whatever it is that you wanted to do. And probably in those times, I'd, I just wanted to stop eating to go play PlayStation or whatever, something silly like that. Um, and so he's like, okay, have these five big spoons and then go have your reward, which is playing PlayStation. And, and more often than not, after those five big spoons, the food would be finished uh, every single time. I don't know how he did it, but... I guess that that sort of brought about two things for me. Firstly, the reward. I looked forward to the reward, and that's sort of the same uh, thing that we're talking about today. Is is um, hey, there's 
put a reward at the end of the habit that you're wanting to do in order to get into a routine of doing it. But also, I think there's that little measure of accountability that that was I was being kept to, like the five spoons. I needed to have five big spoons before I could get the reward. And so what we can sort of see that there are a little bit of accountability measures that we need to be able to put in place in order to help us. Yeah, and you, you mentioned a really good thing there, accountability measures. Um, and, and some of our audience may be thinking, but I'm not a kid. You, you can't trick me into doing exercise with a sweet. And I resonate with that so much. I'm, I'm not like, oh, if you get a chocolate up, you go for your run. Like, <laughs> like, it won't make it enjoyable for me. I'll be like, okay, no, screw that. I'm not going on a run. Like, <laughs> not worth it. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. Return on investment is not great. Um, so for me, I'm a goal orientated person and I love looking at data and statistics. I'm weird like that. Like I actually enjoy looking at spreadsheets. So for running, I, I made sure that I bought this watch. And, uh, for those of you that don't know this, this is a, a running watch. It measures my heart rate when I run. It measures how far I've gone, the time it's taken. And what I could do if, if I took a distance, like five kilometers i could see okay at first when i'm unfit it takes me 30 minutes but as i slowly get fitter um it, it takes me like 27 minutes and how do we know that i'm getting fitter well my heart rate stays at roughly the same throughout the run so that's an indication that you're getting fitter or i could just run it faster <laughs> like entirely um so for a lot of people the reward is seeing improvement and that's why things like habit trackers or way of measuring and we talked about this and creating a good goal um, on our instagram series but measuring your progress is so so important because for some people the progress and the improvement is the reward uh, i know for me like as a runner with i don't have a race coming up i feel so demotivated and i just have no motivation to run and measuring the progress and seeing my improvement week after week um, really helps me to to keep grinding at the thing and keep at it and not feel despondent that it's like i'm sure you've you've been in a place where you've been doing something like exercising or trying to do a good habit and you you've been like is it actually worth it <laughs> yeah 5 a.m <laughs> yes on a winter's morning <laughs> that's when you think about it is it worth it <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and, and, and I think that that is so important. And and um, an accountability measure for you might look different for me, but it is so important for us to be able to, to find those little things that keep us accountable. For seven-year-old me, it was my dad and the five big spoons. And it might not be the same today, but, but the point is we need to be able to find those little things that keep us accountable, that keep us in track, and, and measure uh, sort of our improvements and our progress because it's so encouraging to see that you're progressing and you're not just mm. doing things for the sake of doing it. You know, it's like uh, digging a hole. The, the encouraging thing about digging a hole is that you're seeing the hole get deeper and deeper. If you just dug and it's sort of remained the same, that would be discouraging. It's like, what's the point? But actually seeing the progress as you go deeper and deeper into whatever you're doing, it's so encouraging. So uh, any take-home points is that find an accountability measure and find something that's going to keep you account accountable and show you that, hey, actually what you're doing is working and, and there is improvement. Yeah, and you measured like, I mean, you, you mentioned... Uh, measuring things and we, we spoke about that briefly but I think it's also important to note that 
hey, sometimes you're not going to see improvement for weeks or months. Like, yeah. let's say I want to start a habit of studying or, or let's say reading. Like, how do you measure improvement in reading? Like, you can't say, well, I'm getting, I'm a good reader now. So that's where we go back to our previous point of the art of showing up, showing up, never miss a day. And that can become your reward is never missing a day. And this is what a lot of people do is they do habit streaking. They try never miss a day. And for that, for them, that's the reward. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's so cool because you, you look at some of the things. <clears throat> so just for me personally now, there, there's this um, reading thing I've been doing with a, with a couple of people. And um, today, uh, actually, funny enough, we are on day 94 sure. of our reading thing. And so I think that's one of the things that keeps me going is that, listen, 94 days we're in now. So it's once you see the amount of progress that you've made or the amount of time that you invested, it's it's so much harder to just stop it out of nowhere. So I guess also, even though you might not see literal results, you can actually see how long you've come and, and what you've been doing. And, and that sort of can keep you accountable and, and also encourage you to continue uh, going forward. Mm. So thank you so much. We have come to the end of our um podcast today and, and we're so happy that you've been with us uh up until this point and um we are so excited to have you with us soon and we're going to be announcing something super uh big and, and sort of the new direction where we feel precipice is going in but stay tuned and we're going to announce that a little bit later um in the coming weeks and we're so so happy that you're with us if you like this like on whatever platform you, you're seeing it subscribe share it with your mates and uh, we're so excited. Ross, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. And uh, yeah, stay safe and we will see you soon. Goodbye.